all of you out there listening. I'm Andy Kahn, and welcome to the Jambase Podcast. Jambase is a partner of Osiris Media, the podcast network for music. This episode features my interview with Lucas Nelson, whose new Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real album, A Few Stars Apart, comes out tomorrow, Friday, June 11th, on Fantasy Records. Stick around for that conversation, coming up shortly. You may have noticed that we're back with a new episode of the Jambase Podcast, a week earlier than expected. We're trying out a weekly format, starting with this episode, and we'll continue every Thursday for the time being. This may or may not be a permanent move, but the truth of the matter is that we have an abundance of fantastic interviews, either already recorded or scheduled in the coming weeks, and we just couldn't wait to start getting them out to you. So be sure you're subscribed to the Jambase podcast on whatever platform you like to listen on, so you don't miss any of the exciting episodes we have on the horizon. Also on the horizon are countless tours, concerts, and festivals, as people are finally starting to get to go see live music again. As my colleague Scotty B said on last week's episode, we're fielding an unprecedented number of new tour announcements on the daily, and bands are being added to festival lineups all over the place as well. Jambase is the premier provider of news regarding all things live music. Have you updated your Jambase account lately so you don't miss newly added shows by the bands and venues you love? If not, won't you finish listening to this episode? Or if you're a multitasker, do it while you're listening to my interview with Lucas and visit Jambase on the web or via our iOS app to make sure you're following your favorite bands and venues. I've said it here before, but it's more than worth repeating. Everyone on Team Jambase has been doing an incredible job staying up to date as the flood of tour and festival lineups continue to pour in. After nearly a year and a half without live music, we're all thrilled to see its steady return. And I think I can speak for everyone on Team Jambase that we're beyond excited to get to go see live music again ourselves. And speaking of Team Jambase, are you or someone you know looking for an opportunity to join our team as a paid intern? Jambase is in search of an ambitious, self-motivated paid intern with strong graphic design and social media chops. It's an excellent opportunity to learn about editorial, digital advertising sales, and database management. It's part-time, about 20 hours per week, remote position, and it does not qualify for college credit. Full requirements and other details regarding the position are available at jambase.com. Applications will be accepted through June 30th. Come join the team. All right, now let's get to my interview with Lucas Nelson. We spoke recently over a video call. He was in Hawaii, Maui to be exact, and I was at home in Minneapolis. We chatted mostly about A Few Stars Apart, which was produced by Dave Cobb, and as I mentioned at the top, comes out tomorrow on Fantasy Records. Regular listeners will recognize Cobb's name from our last episode with Charlie Starr of Blackberry Smoke, since Cobb produced their latest album, You Hear Georgia, as well. Lucas discussed recording the album in Nashville at historic RCA Studio A, where pictures of his father Willie Nelson hang on the walls. We also talked about Lucas's songwriting and demoing process leading up to the recording sessions, touching on some of the themes found on the record, like the impact of the pandemic, his spirituality, the importance of family, and more. Lucas also told me about Neil Young's influence on the decision to record the album on analog 8-track tape. We also discussed getting back on the road, again, to tour in support of A Few Stars Apart. It sounds like we can expect Lucas and Promise of the Real to be adding shows very soon, so be sure to catch them in concert when they do. Here's a bit of the A Few Stars Apart single, Throwing Away Your Love, to lead us into my interview with Lucas Nelson. Time wasted again and again Criminal intentions I sense a deeply rooted network of confusion in my brain My pain is... Well, we are, we're doing this for the Jam Bass Podcast. We're going to talk about the new Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real record, uh, A Few Stars Apart, which comes out on Fantasy Records on June 11th. 
Uh, I got to listen to it uh, just recently. It, man, I, I, think, I think it's a fantastic album. Uh, you should be really proud with how it turned out, I think. Thanks. Um, so, oh, man. I'm happy to hear you say that. Thank you. It, um, it was produced by Dave Cobb at Historic RCA Studio A mm-hmm. in Nashville. Um, before, we get to, before we get to recording the album, um, what, can we talk about when you wrote the songs? Like before you got to the studio, had you written most of the songs? Yes, I wrote about 20 new songs during uh, the quarantine. And then um, we added those to an archive, a bunch of songs, and then we kind of got through them. And um, and then uh, as a band, we, we, we kind of combed through them and picked what we felt was best and then uh, uh, came up with, with, with the material that, that you hear now. So tell me, do you, are you the type of person that's always writing songs or do they come sort of in, in batches? What's your process like? Yes. Well, you could say that they come in batches. Yes. They come in batches, but, um, and I never force myself to write. Okay. But I write a lot and, um, and, uh, and a lot of songs, um, sort of just pop up sometimes when I don't expect it. So all of a sudden I feel, oh, I, I feel like writing a song right now. And then I, I hear this melody in my head or something. And then it's like magic. It just comes, you know, it's weird. And are you the type then to, to like record it on a voice memo? Or are you, are you big into demoing ahead of time too? I'll record it on a voice memo. Yes. And then I'll send it to the band okay. and, um, and then they will put it in an archive uh, and then when we are ready to do the next record, we'll go into that archive uh, and pick what we feel like is the best from that material uh, for the project that we're doing. Um, you know, so if we want to make a more rock and roll record, we'll go in and look at the songs and say, OK, well, we, w- we want to do this song, this record more rock and roll. So let's pick the right songs for that. If we want to do a more roots songwriting record, which is kind of what the this last record was, mm-hmm. uh, then we want to um, find the best roots songwriting, you know, sort of songs, and so, uh, or or just sort of classical songwriter songs, and so we, right. um, you know, we we definitely um, we have a a, a, a cat, you know, a whole like a sort of an archives to go into and look at and. And then um, we have it all in one place. So it's nice. We can just sit together over a week or so and pick the next record. So you said you wrote these songs during the pandemic. Um, did, some of them, yeah. Some yeah. of them, right. So so did the, the, the pandemic influence the content of the lyrics? I mean, some of the songs, it's, it's pretty obvious, right? Yeah, you know, it, it, it definitely influenced... Um, how, you know, I mean, how I'm feeling influences what I write about. So I definitely, uh, unless I'm trying to write about a specific thing, um, usually it just comes out, um, based on how I'm feeling at the, at the moment. And so I just sort of write my thoughts down and try and put a good hook to it, you know? Right. Uh, And so, um, you know, with perennial bloom was sort of the more, I mean, uh, obvious nod. I think it was, it's interesting because it was written in spring of last year and came out in spring of this year. 
right. uh, because in, and in spring of, of last year, it, it, we were all sort of hoping the summer would sort of squash the virus. And and so that that's what summer's healing coming soon was all about that back then. And oh, wow. little did we know it would take take a year, take a full later year to come to, full circle. Someone beside me actually smiled without a mask. I guess there's no use pretending like we're highborn. Someone inside the action pulled me away from the blast. Assuring. kind of um, sort of serendipitous and, and, and magical in a way that it, it come, came out now because um, it, it, now we're in, we're, we're kind of experiencing the same hope that we had back then. Yeah. It seems you know, even more timely I, now. <laughs> even more timely than it, than it was back then. So it's pretty amazing. Uh, same with Leave Them Behind uh, at the time, which is an, always a timely song. Uh, and we released that uh, as an Instagram track for for fans. We didn't go mm -hmm. to radio with it, but we we just let it out so people could have that one. So you got two out right now. I thought that was a pretty deep lyrical content in that song for sure. Um, That's it, a, that was a um, you know about a friend of mine who who uh, had told me about her situation at home, and I wanted to write a song that would maybe spark something in her that would. Uh, or she had already gotten out of it, but I guess I wanted to write a song that would spark people, maybe if they heard it, to try and find wherever the power is within them to get themselves out of the situation and remind them that they have friends and they, they have a support system and, and that it's not just jumping into the void and that you can rely on your friends when they, when, that's what friends are for, you know, uh, when you need them. Uh, and so, so that's kind of what that song's for and about, but. It could be about any any anything really, but you know uh, that's sort of how it was when I wrote it. You know, baby, your friends are here for you. Tell that lying man to stop making excuses. Why he's mean to you? Let him know the love he stands to lose if he abuses you. If you really love yourself, you gotta leave him be. And did the, did the, you mentioned before that, you know, you don't all, you, you only write about a song if you, or write about something if you're inspired to do so. Did, right. did the pandemic itself, did the isolation of, of 
the pandemic, was that something you consciously then were trying to, to write some songs about? Allow yourself yeah, sort of I, to, to process it that way? Well, I figured, you know, uh, uh, Newton discovered calculus during a pandemic, so I better get started <laughs> with something. <laughs> yeah. At least you could do is write a record. <laughs> At least I can write a song, you know. <laughs> and, and did were you on... You're on Maui right now where you spend most of your time, right? Were, was that where you were physically located during the writing of the, of the songs? No, I was in uh, Texas. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I was wondering if the, the isolation, that being on an island, naturally, um, if it was enhanced at all by, from the pandemic. No, um, I, I, uh, well, I was isolated with my mom and dad and we were in a, at our ranch in Austin, um, okay. in the woods and did not see anyone. I was staying at a little cabin that was sort of away from the main house about uh, a little bit. And, um, that sounds terrific. Uh, well, we were just there with the horses. Yeah. It was really, uh, not a bad place to end up, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, compared to being in a big city, a lot of people were stuck in apartments and, and very cramped. And, um, you know, I, I was, I mean, I've always considered myself lucky, you know, I'm just like, I don't have anything to say, but thank you in this life. You know? So you were with your family and I know that family plays a theme throughout the record. Um, in the press materials, you mentioned that it's a testament to finding a human connection between close family and friends, as well as one's own heart. Uh, in the liner notes, all, it leads off with all the, the band members' families being thanked. Um, how, how, how is your connection to your family rooted in the, the music that you make? Well, you know, the, our family shapes us, I think, in, into who we are, you know, for better or worse. And, um, and I think the, that I'm grateful for the family that I have, uh, not just um, for... Uh, not just for um, the comfort that I've been given, but also for the, the, the level of love that they raised me with, you know, uh, the amount Definitely. of love they raised me with. I mean, they're really loving people and relatively conscious people, you Definitely. know, um, you know, and so it's, so I, I really consider myself lucky, not, not for being in a, uh, a privileged household, but for being in a, in a, um, not only for that, but for being in a, in a conscious household, you know, and that uh, that can be regardless of of privilege. I think that you can be conscious yes. in any situation. Uh, and so when uh, the luckiest of us are born to conscious people because they can teach you how to be peaceful and resilient uh, in any situation. And so I was grateful for the tools they gave me there, you know. Uh, and it crosses over into some of the the sort of activism that you've done too, and continue to do. Uh, you know, there's sections of your website devoted to different organizations that you champion. Um, th is that considered? Do you consider that like a direct line to from what your parents have instilled in you? Obviously, yes. your dad with Farm Aid and everything. I mean, th sure. that's an obvious example. Yeah, I mean the the next the next uh, sort of. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I think that any, any, the next year is, you know, hopefully going to be, we're going to be out there on the road for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's so many opportunities. Like when we were out last time, 
we went and visited uh, before each show, we'd go visit um, farmers markets, local farmers markets mm -hmm. and do like live streams from there and, and uh, just tell people, hey, you know, you're coming to the show tonight, but you also got a local farmers market you can go buy your stuff from. So that was interesting. Very cool. And then, you know, uh, and, 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 and that was kind of fit into the theme of the record too. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, turn off the news and build a garden, build a garden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we, you know, we, we, we like to do things, you know, for, 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 I, I, I don't know when I, when I, I feel good when I'm giving, you know, so, yes. um, as I don't think that, you know, anyone should feel pressured to give, but, um, I don't think anyone ever feels uh, regrets when they do, you know, I think that, that it's always something that it's like me jumping in the water and going surfing. I'm like, wow, you know, I, I never regret doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Never just jumping in the water once. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. And sometimes you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, do I really want to go to the beach right now? And then I'm thinking, what am I saying? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. yes I yes, want to go to the beach. Yes. I want to go surfing and swim in the ocean. Yes, I yes. Please do it for all of us that can't. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I, you know, this, this, I don't, I don't know if this directly ties in, but I did notice that there's some religious imagery, imagery and content in some of your lyrics. Um, some of it's more overt, like in more than we can handle, you know, God won't give us more than we can handle. Certainly I was raised Catholic. That's something I've heard as a child, yeah. um, you, yeah. you mentioned Hail Mary's, um, the Holy, the sacred heavens. Do you consider yourself a religious person? Um, uh, yes. Uh, not, not religious in this in or dogmatic or anything like that, mm -hmm. but I consider myself, um, a faith based person. Um, uh, I don't necessarily subscribe to any religion, but I, um, I, find i find there, there to be truth in many of the world's top religions uh and, and and very helpful very helpful um guiding words and and guiding little little sort mm -hmm. of pearls of wisdom that that have helped me in my life immensely sure, whether sure. it's a uh, from Lao Tzu with the Tao Te Ching or whether it's the Bible or whether it's the Old Testament New Testament uh, the Quran or the, or, or, you know, uh, there's so many, there's, there's always pearls of wisdom, uh, that you can find that people over the years have, have definitely learned and shared with, with us. And I think that, that the ancients had a lot of knowledge that, that some of it good, some of it not good. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I just take what resonates with my soul uh, most and I, and I try and live by that. And I think living by it is more important than showing up at church. Yes. every. Day. Um, did you, did you notice your spirituality was impacted by the pandemic over the past year? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because you know what I saw that, that like um, even a scientist understands positive and negative right mm -hmm. um and negative things happen at least from certain perspectives when you when you when you look from the like macro perspective and you're sort of looking at the universe as a whole 
you know, everything's dying and being born all at once. And right. so there's really no positive or negative. It's all just happening at once. It's a giant ecstatic explosion of motion and music and vibration. Yeah. Great. But when we, as we occupy these bodies, we have certain perspectives that we look through and we kind of live through time and we see these things that happen. And so positive and negative things sort of, you know, based on how we interpret them sort of happen. And, you know, in a way you could, you could equate negative to the devil and positive to God, whatever you want to call it, the energy yeah. is there. Sure. And so I noticed, you know, I noticed that, that, um, well, uh, you know, with meditation and being alone and being with myself, I noticed that I have a closer relationship, um, with with the spiritual um in life since <laughs> since all that's happened yeah it definitely seems to have translated to the lyrics and is it 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 makes sense that that was sort of how in, in, that that influenced the, the album um i do want to talk Thank about you. dave cobb how did you uh how did you get hooked up with dave i mean obviously he's got an impressive resume um and, and you i'm we sure you guys have friends born. Start, so that's yeah. when did you first hook up there? That's when we first met. Yeah, and, and, and um, yeah, what, he's what, amazing. So then, how did you guys decide to pick him for the for the the promise of the real? Well, record? when we we decided what type of record that we wanted to make. Okay, and and so once we decided what we wanted to do, we said, "Oh well, Dave Cobb is our first pick." We had a you know list of producers, and mm -hmm. Dave was our first. And when we sent him the 15 or 16 tracks that we sent him, he immediately responded and really wanted to do it. And so oh, awesome. uh, we were just like, it was amazing. And then he had like a sliver of time he could do it. And so we went out there and did it. And it was just a sort of a really natural um, serendipitous thing. It was and great. Did you have a personal history with historic RCA Studio A in Nashville? Had you, have you, had you spent much time there before? Yes, uh, I went and did a thing at Studio B, actually. Oh, okay. Um, RCA uh, in Nashville, maybe three or four or five years ago now. I can't remember. Um, so I had been there once. Um, and then, of course, my father's pictures plastered all over the wall there. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah. So it was nice to have that, that energy there, to see him there with me. You know, um, mm -hmm. it was great. So the vibe was cool. It, it, I was I assume, incredible. I'm, I assume Dave is kind of the vibe master, right? He's a very cool guy. And um, since we have the same sort of approach to music, I think we like to be more organic with things in terms of just allowing, um, you know, not overproducing, but making uh the number of instruments you play small, but make them sound huge. Okay. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, and, and make them fill the, fill the, the aural spectrum, the binaural spectrum, so to speak. He's a great mixing person. We had Eddie Spear there. We had a great, we had a great team there. Team, it was really yeah. nice. Um, and how did you decide to record to, to analog, analog tape? Yeah. Ever since we hung with Neil, uh, we, we, uh, we learned about why it's important. Yeah, yeah. 
you know. And, Say no uh, more. Neil said yeah. you need the hi-fi, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, gotcha. So um, speaking of Neil, have, have, is anything cooking? We're talking about Neil Young. Has any, is anything cooking with him? Have you heard from him lately? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I spoke to him maybe a month ago and, uh, just texting, kind of keeping in touch yeah. and, uh, does he just keep um, you guys you know, on retainer? Uh, <laughs> How, how's that work? Does he just call no, you up no, and say, you want to do some shows? Well, he definitely does when he's ready, but I don't think yeah. he's going to go out again for another year or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. It depends. What about what about uh, you? You and, and and Promise of the Real. Um, I, right now, you've just got a show at Red Rocks with our friends Green Sky Bluegrass, and just today announced your plan Telluride Blues and Bruce Festival. Those are both in September in Colorado. Yeah, that's uh, right. Can we can we expect some more shows from you guys? Oh yeah, you know we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a lot. <laughs> we're oh yeah, do a lot. Yeah, we just have to announce it soon, but we have we're just finalizing some things before we announce because uh, most of the fall we're going to be touring. Um, we have uh, uh, a few little things we're going to do here in June, I believe, and so it's okay. uh, we're just uh, we're being very careful not to announce prematurely because we want to have all our ducks in a row when we do. But yes, yes, we have a lot of work to go to a lot of work to do. We got a tour on this record and. And we got to just tour, period. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've spent a lot of your life on tour. Uh, I assume this is probably one of the larger breaks you've had off the road since you were an adolescent, right? Um, are you looking forward to getting back out on the road? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Were there aspects of not being on the road, though, that you enjoyed, too? Of course. Yeah. There was nice peace, you know, inner peace and tranquility, mm-hmm. but you can't have that all the time, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's when you start getting bored. No, I was completely happy, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not ready to be happy all the time. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I, I'll find a balance now. Um, after all this, I think I'll have a better balance and taking care of myself so that I can be happy in both places on the road and here. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Um, while I have you, how's your dad doing? He's great. Awesome. 88 going strong. Yeah. That's amazing. And and your mom and brother are doing well too. Aunt, Aunt yeah, Bobby's everybody's doing good. Yeah. Aunt Bobby's doing fine. Yeah. Awesome. My mom's doing great. Good Thank to hear. Yeah. We, I mean, we all love your family. We all love you, what you guys are doing. We're looking forward to the record coming out. Um, everybody should check it out on Fantasy Records when it drops. Um, Lucas, thank you very, very much. It was an absolute pleasure to get to talk to you today, man. Um, have fun Likewise, in Hawaii. Enjoy, enjoy Hawaii thank for you. me. <laughs> I will. Thank you all very right. much. Uh, hope see to you see you on the road soon, man. Yeah, you too. See all right. You take care, Lucas. Situation is beyond my control and you're gone. Oh no. Sentence me to a hundred thousand years or more. And I'd like to testify on behalf of my worried mind. For the crime of going away.
reached the end of this episode of the Jam Based Podcast. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Many thanks to Lucas for taking some time to chat with us. Get the new Lucas Nelson Promise of the Real album, A Few Stars Apart, when it drops tomorrow, Friday, June 11th, on Fantasy Records. It really is a terrific album. As always, our thanks also go to Jake Alexander for his help producing the episode. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, stay safe out there, follow the guidelines, and go see live music. <laughs>